Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. My name's Luke. It's my podcast. That's why it's called Luke's English Podcast. The English part of it is because it's for people who are learning English as a foreign language. That's right. There's millions of you all over the world. You're all desperately needing to improve your English. Uh, many of you live in in countries where it's very difficult to find native English speakers. Um, so what you want is an authentic source of real English. You could listen to movies on DVD, but um, you know they're, they're, all those movies are scripted. It's not really natural English. Um, let's see, you could listen to the news, couldn't you, on the radio or on the internet. But to be honest, most people don't speak like that in real life. On the news, they speak in a, in a different way, in a slightly unnatural way, uh, which is not really the same as the way most people in their everyday lives use English. For example, um, on the news, for some reason on the news, everything sounds like this. That's, um, that's the way people speak on the news. Obviously, we don't normally talk like that, do we? Um, but um, So you want... You're looking for a great source of really natural, conversational English. Perhaps some British English, because most of the English that you probably come in contact with through TV shows and movies and so on is American English. And that's great. I love American English. Um, more people speak American English in the world than British English. But I know that a lot of my listeners really want to hear some British English because of various reasons. Some people prefer British English. Some people consider it to be the original form of English. I'm not sure about that. Obviously, the language changes all the time. The, the English that we speak in Britain is a bit different to the English they speak in America, but it uh, doesn't necessarily mean one is better than the other. Um, let's see. So, those are my listeners. I'm sure you're one of those people. You need a good source of English to practice your listening. You also want to kind of learn more about the culture of the English language, maybe the culture of the UK, that kind of thing. You also uh, would like to hear a variety of different accents so you can get a sense of all the different ways in which we speak English. Um, and also, I'm sure you want to pick up lots of really, really useful bits of vocabulary, natural things. Um, so you've come to the right place. This is where you're going to find all those things. It's Luke's English Podcast. I do it on my own. Um, in my free time, um, I'm an English language teacher uh, who works in London. I've been teaching English for about 10 years now. I've got loads of experience of English teaching. Um, I teach uh, in a language school in Holland Park in London, and I teach general English exam courses, business English, legal English, and everything else in between. So you can you, you know that you can trust me as a decent source of um, English language teaching. So I, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, this is amazing. Is it all free? 
Is this free or do you have to pay? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is free. It's completely free. Um, but bear in mind that I do have to pay for the web space. I have to pay the, the company that hosts this website. I have to pay them every month. And um, so I do ask people to, if they listen to the podcast, I ask people to make a donation to me just to help me cover the cost of running the website. Um, it would be ridiculous, wouldn't it, if I did this and I actually lost money every month. Well, the fact is I do often kind of lose money. I spend money on this so that you can get free English lessons online. Um, if, if you're a business person, you'd probably be thinking that's ridiculous. It defies every sense, every kind of business idea um, that you might have. You know, the, the, obviously the idea is you make profit. Um, but um, I'm not making any profit, that's for sure. So I, I can't really call this a business. Instead, it's a kind of um, an ex it's an experiment, really, for me. And it's a kind of hobby and a chance for me to practice doing things like presenting, uh, maybe using my voice on um, radio, that kind of thing. It's a bit of fun, a bit of fun for me. Plus, I know that there are people in, in parts of the world, like in places like India or parts of Asia, for example, where they really have no access to facilities, no access to native English speakers um, who, who teach English. Um, and all of the materials that um, are out there are very expensive. So I like to think that somehow I'm helping the world. People who are in the difficult parts of the world, the developing countries, who have an internet connection, they can listen to this and learn English for free, uh, which is a very good thing as far as I'm concerned. So I know what you're thinking. Enough of, the, enough of the chat, Luke. Get down to the point, will you please? What's this episode about? Well, this one is about um, kind of Scotland and the Scottish accent. Now, I'm doing a series of podcasts. Uh, I'm doing it very slowly because um, I've got various other things going on in my life. But um, I'm doing a series of podcasts about different regional accents in the UK. Um, so, in this episode... We're going to be looking at Scotland and the Scottish accent. Now, um, I interviewed uh, uh, a teacher I know who works in the same school as me. Um, she's been teaching English for years and years in different countries. She comes from Scotland originally, and uh, but she's lived in Brazil and lived in England and lived in other countries in the world. So. Uh, she's kind of an international person, but originally she comes from Scotland, and I'd say she's a pretty good spokesperson for Scotland and, um, you know, things like the Scottish accent and Scottish culture. So I thought I'd interview her. Her name is Leslie. She's really nice, really lovely, and she's got a lovely voice, a very pleasant um, Scottish accent. So I asked Leslie a few questions about differences between English culture and Scottish culture. And I ask her questions about um, the Scottish accent and how does the Scottish accent sound. And Leslie talks about um, um, features of the Scottish accent. Obviously, it's I can't really say the Scottish accent because that's a generalisation. There are actually many different types of Scottish accent. And Leslie will tell you all about that in the interview. Um, now, I'm just going to post this uh, on the site uh, and... I don't have time to write a transcript for it now, but I'm going to post it up, and when I find the time, I'll put a transcript on there. Now, 
I expect some of you don't really need the transcript and you're happy just to listen. You don't need to read while you're listening. You just want to practice your listening skills. Others who are listening to this probably want to read the transcript so that they can understand every single word. I understand that. But since this is a free thing, I can't always do all of the hard work and type out the entire transcript. But let me know if you feel like you can't really use this episode without a transcript. That's that's reasonable, but let me know and then I can start writing a transcript for you. Um, so let's see, here's the interview with uh, Leslie and it's the genuine interview with a native speaker from Scotland. Here we go. Yo, what, what, what? All right, let me tell you about this feature. It's an interview with a native speaker. And if you find it difficult, I'll give you a hand. And then in the end, you'll completely understand every single word they said. Nice. Where, whereabouts are you from? Well, I'm actually from Dundee, which is probably the third biggest city in Scotland. Right. Uh, and it's on the east coast. It's just a bit further north than Edinburgh, about okay. an hour, really, in the right. train. Right, OK. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you're living in England at the moment. Yes, yes. So how long have you been here? I've been in London, well, this is actually my third time here, living mm-hmm. here, but r- more recently, this is probably year three. Right. Here. Right. Okay. Um, so, let's see. I thought that I'd ask you then, considering you've been living here for a few years. It's. I think it's okay. It's still working. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's still recording. Uh huh. Because you've been living here for a few years now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's Have you noticed any differences between life in England and life in Scotland? Well. In my case, it's a little complicated because I actually left Scotland. Mm. When I was about, oh, let me think, I finished university there and then I came to London for the first time. And I was probably about 21 at the time. Mm, mm. And I lived here for a couple of years and then I went to Brazil. Really? And I stayed there for (laughs) 20 years. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's right. Really, whereabouts did you stay in Brazil? Uh, Most of my time I spent in Brasilia, the capital. Yeah. But uh, the last couple of years we were in Sao Paulo okay. before coming back to Britain. Do you speak Portuguese? Oh, yes, I speak Portuguese at Do home. Do you really? Mm. At home? Yeah. So your husband's Portuguese? Uh, well, no, it's even more complicated. I met my husband <laughs> in Brazil, but he's from Iran. He's from Iran? Yeah. Okay. But you speak Portuguese to each we other? We speak Portuguese to each other because when I met him, he didn't speak English. I see, I see. So we both started the relationship both speaking horrific Portuguese. Right, but now you speak fluent Portuguese. Now we both speak fluent Portuguese and uh, our children, of course, were brought up there, so they're bilingual, really. But uh, Portuguese is the language at home. Wow, that's Mm. amazing. Um, So do you speak Portuguese with a Scottish accent? I don't think so, but a Brazilian would probably say that we are definitely foreigners. Yeah. uh, But I don't speak as bad Portuguese as an English person might speak it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's all right, because... I think basically because Scottish is a bit harder Mm. and it's much better for Portuguese. Ah, The, The sounds are quite strong and so I think it makes it easier right I see yeah well so okay so you you lived in you've lived in Portugal uh, in Brazil for most of your time or a lot, lot of, of my life was spent there yeah uh, but coming back to Britain yeah I think um, one thing that strikes me is that your Scottish accent never really leaves you now I don't know how deliberate that is mm. 
uh, I do remember as a young person trying to hide my Scottish accent. Right. Why? Why would you do that? Exactly. This I can't really work out, but I think I probably probably just wanted to fit in with everybody else. Yeah. So I tried yeah. to dilute it a bit. And also I was teaching. So I had to be sure that I wasn't teaching all my Brazilian students a wee boy instead of a little boy. <laughs> okay. That's interesting though, isn't it? Because it kind of raises that idea of what kind of English should we teach? Exactly. Should it be the standard BBC English or are we allowed to speak the English we right. know? I suppose, I mean, it seems that most people, most of us teachers have decided that there's a kind of standard BBC style RP kind of English that I we think should you're teach, right, right? Luke, I think so. But nevertheless, um, I think when students, for example, come to England mm. or when they listen to people speaking English, mm. sometimes they're kind of shocked by the fact that they don't understand something mm. and they think, they, I, I met this man in the pub and <laughs> I can understand everything you're saying, Luke, but this guy, I couldn't understand anything he was saying. I think he was from Scotland. <laughs> That's what they always say. It's like, oh, I think he must have been from Scotland. The people that they don't understand must be Scottish. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. So I guess from from the point of view of our students, we've got to at least show them all the different other variations of English that they're going to come across. Exactly. Um, And the more they're exposed to these differences, the better it is for them. They might choose to speak in a a kind of BBC English Mm. style, Mm -hmm. but they should at least know... Or be aware of the different uh, styles of English. Okay, all right, then I guess now we're talking about accents, aren't we? Yes, I think that's what we're doing. Is it it fair when people say that there's a Scottish accent? Like, people say, oh, I think he had a Scottish accent. Is that fair to say that? Well, I think it's probably true, because even I... Even when I'm listening to people, and I know they're obviously Scottish, I don't necessarily know where they're from, which right. part of Scotland they're from. But you know that they're Scottish. All, all, all the time. Okay. And uh, I will always recognise even a slight Scottish lilt, because right. it, it is quite distinctive. Yeah. I think the biggest difference in Scotland is the difference between East and West. Right. Okay. And I think that's the obvious difference. And I think most people will pick that up if they're exposed to Scottish English in any way. Okay, um, so is Glasgow, is Glasgow in the west and Edinburgh in the east then? That's right. And, so, yeah. <laughs> we're really my knowledge of <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> but anyone from the west, and it could be anywhere, and I would never automatically get it right, anybody in the west will always say something like, oh, so you're going away for the weekend. Okay. Right. That's the kind of sound they would say. It's always uh 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 uh. So you're going away for the weekend. That's it. Okay. Whereas on the east coast, I think I think I don't know if I'm being fair here because yeah. I am an eastern person, but mm. I think it's a bit more musical. It's not so much uh uh uh, but it's more like it's more like singing. <laughs> So we go up and down a little okay. more. So we kind example? of bounce along and try to pronounce things in the right way. Okay. Right. So it sounds a little more pleasant to the ear, I think. You're saying basically that the east of Scotland is better than the west. Well, obviously, you? Luke, <laughs> this is my opportunity to get it out there. Right. Okay. Mm. Um, all right, so you could say then the, the east, east is a bit more sort of sing-song or something like that. Yes, it's a little more musical. I think it's a little more pleasing to the ear. 
But of course, there are there are people from my home city that I cannot understand right. because they just refuse to speak any English that anybody can recognise, and it can be horrible. Right. So you get, I, I suppose, there are. Uh, I mean, just like there are all over the country in Scotland, you get dialects which are kind of region specific. Yes. To a, to a certain extent, and. Uh, when you get those extreme dialects, they can be, they're so far removed from like, received pronunciation that they can be difficult to understand. That's right? right, that's right. And just like in any other part of the country, you get that in Scotland. You um, do indeed. Yeah. I think you would also have to say that there are specific vocabulary words which mm. are different. Mm. Yeah. Um, just as I said before, the, the we. Yeah, we, that, I hear that, that, that that's something that I recognise in Scottish yes. dialect or whatever. And it seems to be becoming fashionable. I hear mm. a lot of Americans saying it now. Oh, yeah. A yeah. wee boy. And oh, yeah. It does sound a little strange when an American says it. I guess it. The Ameri- a lot of Americans kind of think... Oh, you know, I'm going to get back to my roots, and my, you know, my great, my great grandfather's uncle was Scottish, so you know, I like to use we because it, it, you know, brings me back to my heritage. I can't speak a very good accent. Yes, but it's true. I mean, uh, people, strangely enough, love to think that they have Scottish origins. I'm, mm. I'm not sure why. I had a, a friend from New Zealand, and she used to say we. Things. You know, oh, she really? used to use bits of sort of Scottish yes. English, but I think that maybe because in New Zealand there's a lot of a lot of Scottish people populated New Zealand. So the Scots have gone very far all over the world, yeah. and I think anybody who has any kind of connection to Scotland will will really appreciate it yeah. much more than I possibly would do. Right. So uh, it's quite funny that. Okay. Um, so all right. So that. Can you give me any more examples of? Yes, uh, the I think accent? the Scottish accent is basically you. you the R sound, when mm. we are talking about my new dress, which is bright red, right. I think a Scottish person would quite quite normally say bright red. Okay. So we do roll the R's a little. Mm. We don't do it an awful lot. You know, you hear comedians talking about bright. I don't think yeah. anybody actually ever says that, but yeah. we do do it once, bright. We right. give it a, a bit of a... Snick, if you like, yeah, a bit of a roll. Yeah, that's more, right. More than me, because I would, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say bright. I'd never say bright, bright red. No, because, because it's it's a lot of tongue work. In yeah, fact, when yeah. you have to roll the R a yeah, little, bright, yeah. bright. So that's a f- that's one feature of the yes, uh, Scottish dialects. So. Yeah. I think another difference might be there are four words that an English person might say in two different groups. If you look at mm. bath, yeah. every day I have a bath. Yeah. And I like to have a good laugh mm. with my friends. Mm. Now, in Scotland, we would probably not make the difference between bath and man. Because we mm. say bath, I'm going to have a bath. I'd like to have a laugh. Yeah. And I met a man. And it was a trap. So, in fact, that A sound is all the same in Scotland. So, so in, in England, we say bath, laugh... Uh, but then we say man and trap. That's so right. You have two different sounds for the like, A. Yeah. So it's like in in many parts of the north of England as well. They do the same That's thing. That's right. They so don't say bath. This. I'm going to have a bath. That's um, it. And then I'm going out to the pub and have a laugh. Yeah. I'm going to have a right laugh with me mates, <laughs> and then I'm going to go home and have a bath. Um, but they, but they would and say then man. I'm going to home and a man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so that that's actually something that divides uh, the whole of Britain. It's not just a well. It's 
I mean, it's somewhere in somewhere around north Birmingham. South Divide, I yeah, think. Divides think. the south and north of Britain as a that's whole. That's right. That's right. I and think that's true. People in the south say ba- uh, Bath and laugh, and in the north they'd say Bath and laugh. That's right. That's okay. right. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, Another thing I, I was reading about recently, funnily enough, the Scottish accent seems to be bec- be becoming a bit more fashionable than it used mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. Um, in a recent survey, I saw that a Scottish accent is desirable in business. Really? Conveying above average honesty in the personality of the owner. Right. Now, that's yeah. an interesting one. That is interesting. Um, I Considering the banking... Disasters. Exactly, yeah, more the, recently with the big Scottish banks yeah, collapsing. Yeah, the Royal Bank of Scotland. That's right. But um, that's interesting because yeah, I heard that too, that mm. the Scottish accent conveys a kind of sense of trustworthiness, particularly around money. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's what they say, yes, for yeah. any financial reports or, or serious money matters. Yeah. They do prefer a Scottish accent because it seems to promote sobriety now but, that's that's a laugh in itself yeah. <laughs> most people think that Scottish people are drunk all the time that's a that's a cliche or stereotype of the Scottish is that they drink a lot that's right, right. but another cliche is that they uh, hold on to their money oh yes stinginess right, right oh yes we're renowned for this and funnily enough I only ever heard that Scottish people were tight-fisted or stingy mm. when I went to Brazil Right. I had never heard this before. But <laughs> well, you only realise it when you kind of step That's outside right. your, you know, the That's world that right. you live in. Um, and in fact, if you if you think about it uh, historically, I suppose there is a certain amount of truth in it because Scottish people have all always been the impoverished cousin of the of the English. So I yeah. suppose they never had a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, they kept hold of, you know, what they had. Exactly. Because the English came and stole it from them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but it's, it's true because my, uh, my bank, uh, hmm. Lloyd's TSB, right? Yeah. They, they got a phone bank service and whenever I phone them up, it's always a Scottish person. Is and it I'm really? sure that they've, they've employed Scottish people for that reason. Well, maybe. They, they might have done. It's but every time I call them, they say, um, welcome to TSB phone bank. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, this is Maggie speaking. How can I help? How can I help you with your money, Mr. Thompson? <laughs> and um, it just does make me think. Oh, I'm in safe hands here. All oh, right. Yes, it, it's possibly true. And in fact, I think it is true. I do. I do. Possibly because I'm Scottish, but when I do hear a Scottish voice on the phone, I think, oh, well, now just let's stop talking about whatever we're talking about. Where are you from, and what are you doing doing it down here? It yeah. is. It's quite interesting. Yeah, it another another uh, one that I always forget until I go home, and mm. as soon as I go home, I start saying it. Is the word "I." Mm-hmm. Right. So we use the word "I" all the time when we're agreeing with somebody. So I obviously, lied. it just means yes. Right, okay. So I are you going to the pub tonight? I I think I will. Right. So that's okay. uh, it's it's a homely word for me and. Uh, as soon as I go home, I start saying it. It's the sort of thing you'd, you'd see in a kind of, you know, advertisers use it, don't they, in th- to conjure up an image, like a, an advertisement for some whiskey or something. Oh, yes. Would you like a wee drama? <laughs> I always... Oh, hi. <laughs> and that's another interesting part, the, the, the sound of och. Och. Now, yeah. English people find that very hard. What does och I mean? It just means, oh, yes. Right. So, right. och just means oh. There's a cliche, isn't there, that Scottish people say, och, I do 
Ochide and new. But what is that? Do, do people say that in Scotland? No, I've never said it in my life and I never will. Right. But it's just one of these little cliches that has appeared. So an, an ochai just means, oh yes. Right. That's right. right, that's right. Okay. okay. So, yeah. I, so I still keep on saying och quite frequently, but I, I've dropped the I. Yeah. But, uh, so if I said to you, for example, oh, it's a, it's a lovely day, isn't it, today? Yes, it is, Luke. You're right. <laughs> I've been here too long. Obviously, Luke, it's time right. to go home, I okay, think. Okay, that's the English way of saying it. Yeah. Um, okay, right, I think we're pretty much done here. Um, it's very interesting to hear about hear from, hear from a, a genuine Scottish person, even someone who's spent most of their time in Brazil. Exactly. I fled my home as soon as I could, but no, no. <laughs> it's funnily enough, though, I do often think about going back to Scotland, Yeah. Um, having been away, and it's only when you go back that you see how how beautiful it is. Yeah. I mean, if you mm. think how many people actually live in Scotland, mm. uh, the population of the UK is about 65 million now yeah. or more. Yeah. And how many people live in Scotland? Not many. It's about 10, Five. 10 or 15 percent. Five million. Really? Yeah. And if you think of the geographical size of the country, it's not mm. that much smaller than mm. England. Yeah. But most of it's just mountains and sheep. I mean, it's... If if you want wilderness in in the oh, UK, then that's Scotland is the place to go. That's where to go. Uh, exactly, and, and, and you have you have mountains, and you've got weather. You've got like the sky is incredible. Well, oh Scotland. yes, the sky is something to see, but the weather is not our most famous. Yeah. Advertisement slogan. It, it's, it's even more extreme or even more changeable than the English weather. And oh, people, yes. people come to London and they complain about the weather, but that's nothing compared Just to. Put them on a train to Scotland, Luke, <laughs> and then they'll know what weather okay. is. All right. Good. Thank you very much, Leslie. You're that's very great. welcome, Luke. It was nice to speak to you. So that was the interview with Leslie, and I'm sure that you'll agree she has a very lovely sounding voice. And uh, I hope that you found that uh, to be interesting and uh, useful in some way. Um, stay tuned for more episodes of Luke's English Podcast in the near future. Um, I've got various plans up my sleeve, uh, including some more podcasts about different accents. I've been doing some sort of research, if you like, on the internet, and I've been collecting uh, various samples of uh, spoken English um, and uh, trying to get a, a range of samples from different accents. So I've got, uh, coming up, I've got ones about the for example, someone with a Scottish accent and, let's see, a kind of London Cockney accent as well. I'll be looking at that. Uh, in the meantime, you can uh, check me out in various other places on the internet. Uh, I've got a, a page on YouTube. So if you just go to YouTube and search for Luke's English Podcast uh, on there, you'll find some of my videos. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook. Just go into Facebook and search for Luke's English Podcast. I've got a page there. Um, what else have I got? Uh, I'm on Twitter as well, and I kind of tweet every now and then. Um, the uh, my name on Twitter is just at English Podcast, and I'm also on Audio Boo, which is a kind of audio version of Twitter. So if you just go to Audio Boo, uh, that's A U D I O B O dot com, and search for Luke's English Podcast, you'll find me on there as well. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all. I'm, I'm on iTunes. And of course, there's the homepage, which is http colon forward slash forward slash teacherluke.podomatic.com. I'm sure that you're going to check it out. There's various things on offer. You can comment uh, on, on that web page as well. There's a comments box on the right. Um, in fact, that's probably the best place for you to go for all your Luke's English podcast needs. 
just go to my uh, page. You can search on Google for, you guessed it, Luke's English Podcast, and you'll find everything there. Um, there will be more podcasts in the future, but that's it for now. Thanks very much, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have a very lovely day, a very lovely night, or very lovely morning, or evening, or whatever time of day it is you're, you're listening to this. I don't know. You're all over the world, aren't you? I mean, um, you know, you're probably in some far-flung corner of the, the world, in a different time zone, where they do everything weirdly. Like, you know, you probably drive on the right, don't you? You probably drive on the right side of the road, which... Although it's called the right side of the road, it's actually the wrong side of the road to drive on, I think you'll find. And in England, we do it, we do it the right way. We drive on the right, and by that, I mean we drive on the left, uh, if you see what I mean. Um, I'm just joking, of course. It doesn't matter what side of the road you drive on, does it? doesn't make a difference. The, I mean, obviously, the important thing is that you, um, you just uh, make sure you're driving on the correct side of the road, whatever country you're in. Um, a lot of people come here to the UK and they say to me, why do you drive on the left-hand side of the road, Luke, in London? And I say, well, it's because that's the law, you know, uh, and it would be dangerous to drive on the right. Um, but what, what they mean is, why do all of us in the UK drive on the left? And there are various reasons for it, apparently. Um, uh, most people, or a lot of people seem to think that we're the only country who do it, but it's not true. The large parts of the world drive on the left side of the road. Like, for example, India, which is, I think you'll agree, a very large country. India, um, let's see, Japan, they drive on the left. Uh, Australia, New Zealand, um, other places that drive on the left as well. Uh, I think large parts of Africa drive on the left. And uh, in a few other places, I'm sure that you can name them. Obviously, uh, Ireland, Republic of Ireland, they drive on the left. Um, in the UK, we were, we were talking about uh, changing so that we would uh, drive on the right, like the rest of Europe. And the plan was that they would, they would just phase it in over five years. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Okay, thanks. It wasn't such a good joke. Come on. Okay, settle down. Settle down. Okay. Okay, calm down a bit. All right. Um, okay, I expect uh, some of you listening to that uh, won't have understood the joke. Um, uh, that uh, my studio audience uh, found so very, very funny. Um, so let's see, shall we? Um, right, so I said, uh, yes, in, the, in England we drive on the left, but the government were thinking about changing it so that we drove on the right, but uh, they were going to phase it in over five years. So to phase something in is to, let's say, introduce a law, maybe you introduce a law, but you introduce it over a long period of time so that... Uh, the law gradually starts to be um, put into force, right? But obviously, with something like driving on the left or driving on the right, you can't phase it in, because either you drive on the left or you drive on the right. You can't sort of gradually, you know, change the law so that after five years, eventually, we all drive on the, on the right, because that would be ridiculous. It wouldn't work. Um, so that's the joke. I'm sure you found it uh, extremely funny, especially when I explain it in uh, such detail. Like that, it really kind of does a lot of wonderful things for the the mechanics of uh, the humour. Obviously, what I'm saying is that if you explain a joke, then it doesn't uh, it stops being funny, doesn't it? Uh, but uh, nevertheless, you've got to you've got to understand it, haven't you? I suppose. So that brings me to the end of uh, this edition of Luke's English podcast. Have a very very pleasant time, whatever time zone you're in, on whatever side of the road you drive on. Thanks very much. Bye, 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 bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.